Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on the final day of our week on spiritual awakening. It's all about freeing ourselves from the things that get in the way of us knowing and embracing who we are deep down. Monday, we talked unpacking suppressed emotions. Tuesday, we had a brief conversation on meditation. Wednesday, we dove into shadow work. Yesterday, we talked about compassion, empathy, and gratitude. And today, we're talking reprogramming belief systems. Our identity, who we believe we are, is the accumulation of all our life experiences and our conscious and subconscious perspective on those events. It's often rooted in our earliest memories, the things we found pride in, the things we attach to. Our critical minds generate beliefs and opinions as a result. We see and judge the world from a perspective built entirely by our lives thus far. Our traumas, our victories, our disappointments, how we've been loved, how we've been rewarded, how we've been punished, how we've punished ourselves, all play a role in our thoughts and feelings about not only ourselves, but the world around us. Right. This is why our response to external topics, events, people, situations, what have you, are often prefabricated. They're not necessarily coming from analytical thought. They're coming from that subconscious, our innate response. We filter those subconscious thoughts, opinions, and reactions by introducing consciousness to the idea before letting it out into the world. And that takes quite a bit of extra effort for someone who's not well-practiced in the discipline. So how do we change those automated responses if they're so deeply ingrained in who we are? Well, sometimes it takes us detaching from our identity altogether. It's a little bit like moving a house off its foundation and onto an entirely different foundation. That being said, a lot of people, if not everyone, go through these kinds of monumental changes in life naturally. And these shifts happen in every direction. Devout Christians can lose faith and set out to rediscover what morality means outside of God. Career criminals find Jesus and become pastors. Sometimes it's a slow burn as information slowly chips away at their beliefs. Sometimes it's one sudden blow. These major changes cause a shift in the perspective we have on our lives thus far. And or a shift in the perspective we have on our lives thus far brings about major changes. When we experience these wake-up calls, so to speak, our lived experience begins to inform our subconscious an entirely new way, whether positive, negative, or neutral. So let's say we want to make sure these major shifts are positive. We want to grow in the right direction. How do we control our trajectory when the mechanisms are subconscious? Well, it boils down to three things, awareness, openness, and information. Awareness by bringing ourselves into the present moment, by giving that critical voice in our head an identity and recognizing that we're separate from it. We're able to meet that voice in our head and give it pause before it reinforces our beliefs or opinions. And that's when we turn to openness. 
openness that other truths have value and other truths may better serve us. It's the simple willingness to allow information to shift our perspective. From there, information, the pursuit of information. We seek out the alternative answers. Let's look at the example of being afraid to fly. Maybe a parent figure was afraid of flying. You felt, heard, or witnessed that fear at a young age. That formed the seed of fear in you. From that point, confirmation bias led you to subconsciously pay closer attention to plane accidents throughout your life. You'd likely pay closer attention to conversations where other people confess their fear of flying. In short, you've spent your lifetime thus far subconsciously galvanizing a deeply rooted fear of flying. The work of reprogramming begins first with awareness. We bring awareness to our emotional and psychological responses to news about plane mishaps. We bring awareness to conversations where fears of flying are being discussed. When new information enters our minds, which leads to that habitual fear-based response or the galvanization of that deep-seated fear, we pause instead. We're engaging rather than simply reacting, reacting, reacting. We hold the response in our mind's eye and we consider the idea that it's not logical after all, even though everything in our body is telling us it is. We become open to the idea that what we believe to be true, in this case that flying is dangerous, is just a small piece of the puzzle, a bite-sized selection of information our minds have been curating over the course of our lives. From there we begin to seek out information contrary to what we believe. We look at statistics on flight failures, maybe we follow commercial pilots on Instagram. We start to pay closer attention to successful air travel. Maybe we even begin to realize that it would be impossible to pay close attention to every successful plane flight as thousands upon thousands are happening every single day. Slowly but surely, we take control of that automatic fear response in our heads by dictating a conscious confidence in flight. Up until now, we've given our fear of flying respect as we've understood it to be based in fact. With new information, a new perspective, we see our fear of flying up until now as irrational and of the past. It's possible to reframe how we think about ourselves and the world around us. Those building blocks that make up who we are actually can shift, we actually can change our minds. And in changing our mind, we can actually change who we perceive ourselves to be. It's more than just a beautiful thought. By practicing awareness, we can re-engage with our subconscious. We can enact new habits like reflection, positive self-talk, and intentional joy, and we can completely shift the way we feel about ourselves and the world around us. Keep in mind, those mental shifts can work wonders for your physical well-being too. If you'd like to continue the conversation, feel free to reach out through Instagram at GoodRisings, or you can find me at McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks for joining us this week as we talk spiritual awakening. Have a wonderful weekend. We hope you'll join us again Monday as we dig into week three of our four weeks in preparation of 2022. It's all about self-observation, reconnection, and recommitment. Next week, we'll be talking ritual. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings and ask questions to hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. 
Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.